Hello, I am Brother Chris, and welcome to One Living Word, where we examine and share spiritual lessons on one or more verses from one chapter of the Bible. Today we're focusing on the topic, He is our peace, based on our reading of Job chapter 11, verse 2 and 3. Let us hear what the word of the Lord has to say in this passage of Scripture. Should not the multitude of words be answered? And should a man full of talk be justified? Should thy lies make men hold their peace? And when thou mockest, shall no man make thee ashamed? God is the only one that can truly comfort us when we fall into calamities and give us peace in the midst of our storm. As the songwriter said, The arm of flesh will fade you, you dare not trust your own. Can you imagine how Job felt when he listened to his friends Zophar? Can you imagine the pain that ripped through the heart of Job as he listened to the words of his friend who came to give him comfort? As we read in Job chapter 11, all we can see is a friend who speaks as though Job was not an upright man and that his current situation is a result of some evil that existed in Job's life. In verse 2 and 3, Zophar asks some questions which suggest that Job must have done something wrong for such calamities to fall upon him. Reflect for a minute on, on the question that his friends ask. Should not the multitude of words be answered? Should not a man full of talk be justified? Should thy lies make men hold their peace? And when thou mockest, should no man make thee ashamed? Matthew Henry, in commenting on this text, he said the following. He represents Job otherwise than what he was. Verse 2 and 3. He would have him thought idle and impertinent in his discourse and one that loved to hear himself talk. He gives him the lie and calls him a mocker on all this is might must be looked upon as a piece of justice to chastise him. Those that have a mind to fall out their brethren and to fall foul upon them find it necessary to put the worst colors they can upon them and their performances and right or wrong to make them odious. We have read and considered Job's discourses in the foregoing chapters and have found them full of good sense and much to the purpose that his principles are right, his reasoning is strong, most of his expression weighty and very considerable, and that what there is in them of heat and passion, a little condor and charity will excuse and overlook. And yet, Zophar here invidiously represents him, one, as a man that never considered what he said, but uttered what came uttermost only to make a noise with a multitude of words, hoping by that means to carry his cause and run down his reprovers. Should not the multitude of words be answered? Truly, sometimes it is no great matter whether it be or not. Silence, perhaps, is the best confrontation of impertinence and puts the greatest contempt upon it. Answer not a fool according to his folly, 
But if it be answered, let reason and grace have the answering of it, not pride and passion. Should a man full of talk be justified? Should he be justified in his in his iniquity as in effect he is if he be not reproved for it? No. For the multitude of words there wanted not sin. Should he be justified by it? Should many words pass for, for valid pleas? Should he carry the day with a, with, a, with a frivolous language? No. He should not be accepted with God or any wise man for his much speaking. As a man that made no conscience of what he said, a liar, and one that hoped by the impotence of lies to silence his adversaries, a mocker, one that battered all mankind and knew how to put false colors upon anything and was not ashamed to impose upon everyone that talked with him, when thou mockest, shall no man make thee ashamed? It is not time to speak, to stem such a violent tide of this. Job was not mad, but spoke the words of truth and soberness, and yet was this misrepresented. Eliphaz and Bildad had answered him and said what they could to make him ashamed. It was therefore no instance of Zophar's generosity to put or to set upon a man so violently who was already thus harassed. Here were three matched against one. End of quote. I pray that those of us who go to comfort our friends would learn from the story of Job that we should not find ways to pull down our friends when they are under distress. Instead, we should remind our friends that God will always give them peace in the midst of the storm, even when they cannot find a reason for the calamity that has fallen upon them. We should remind our friends that God is in control of their situation and he will take them out of it someday soon. Yes, my friend, God and God alone is our peace. Let us pray. Father, we thank you for the word, for the reminder that you are peace in the midst of the storm. Help us, Lord, to trust in you, to rely on you for everything we pray. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Have a blessed and Holy Spirit-filled day.